Miami Vice, nobody move! Feel the Vice Effect. Spread the word. <laughs> Welcome to the Vice Effect. Picture, if you would, Castillo, black skivvies, slow motion, walking into uh, the water. I'm speechless. That's why I haven't said anything ocean. yet. Yeah. Got the, uh, he had, I think he had some abs going on. He looked good. He was, Better he was than I thought gentleman. he would be under the suit. I thought he would be, I guess that was a, that was a flashback though. So, I mean. Do you think uh, they painted on the abs? Yeah, yeah, they probably maybe <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Well, before <laughs> we get to work at the water, <laughs> before we get too worked up, uh, th- we're going to talk about uh, episode fourteen, the Golden Triangle Part Two. I know we've uh, have we mentioned not not disdain, but not fans of these multi-parters since we've already had several. I uh, I think they're like really running them into the ground. Um, is like this is the third two-parter in the first 14 episodes? Yeah, that's a lot. That's like every yeah. other week we got a, you know, they're like, oh, cliffhanger. You know what I mean? That this this whole story didn't need to be really a two-parter. But yeah, but I mean, you got to see some good development out of Castillo. You got a lot of Castillo. That's not a bad. That was thing. that. I think that was important. I really do think, especially this episode, we really, I mean, really, it's it the everybody but castillo are are backstage players at this point um yeah you know, crockett and tubs were kind of just background characters uh you know they were just kind of like moving along the plot line um you really really fucking uh almost as a good ass actor that's all i can say yeah. really really sells this role in the episode i guess it was strange to see him oh see castillo showing emotions yeah oh yeah it was smiling being sad kissing hands delicately he was doing it all would you uh if say if you met because you know edward james almost at a like a convention would you ask him to pretend that he was seeing you were his long lost wife and that you were seeing each other for the first time like, could you would you mind kissing my hands gently as, as we <laughs> sit together i don't know dude i saw him at a convention <laughs> once and he looked pretty like uh he looked just like Castillo without the mustache and a little bit plumper, but like he still yeah. had the, I, I, for some reason I envisioned the memory of him as Castillo, young Castillo, like, yeah, just stoic. Know. Yeah. Super stoic. I was afraid. I was afraid to go to him. I was like, Holy shit, there's Castillo there. I was like, nah, yes, I don't want to pay for an autograph. You know what I was mean? Was he wearing so, a the black suit with the skinny tie when he saw him or no? No, I think he was just wearing yeah. like t-shirt, but <laughs> did he get he had pictures of Castillo? Like, I was still... gonna say, did he have? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, any idea what they were charging? Probably fifty bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Picture and aut- autograph. I, that's why I don't do it. That's why I don't do it at conventions. Yeah. Like, there's so many people, especially like a lot of like no namers. Not that's mean to say no namers. Uh, you know, more known, more, you know, B list actors. You know, people from TV and stuff like that. I see them all the time. I'm going to convention next weekend, actually, and you know, there's a lot of like. You know, you got like Bruce Campbell and Ted Ramey, Robert England. They've all been there. Their lines are like going around the fucking convention center. But you see these like little guys. And 
and you know sometimes i don't even want to like go up there because i don't want to have to so they don't even like let you get a picture yeah without paying, paying 50 bucks you know the closest so. i've only been to a few conventions through uh the, the uh, some of the podcasts i do with like we're on a network uh dorkening and so they've gotten us into a couple of them and so the only time i even uh, attempted i just tried to say hi to someone and it, it went well that uh, was the, the million dollar med to dibiase oh really yes i just walked up and i just want to say hi and you know i grew up with you know, watching you and I was a huge fan and I was like, and I said, like, I'd love to laugh and he didn't laugh. And I was like, Oh, I was, I was like taken back. And, and, and he's, I was just like, thanks. And he was like, totally cool about it. He, he, I don't think he expected me to like buy stuff. Cause I wasn't going to cause expensive, but I was like, he did the laugh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I, I mean, I, I don't get, I don't want to talk about this too long. I don't get yeah. starstruck <laughs> or anything. I'm not like a starstruck kind of person. Yeah. But like I have this weird like celebrity normal person relationship. I'm like, I don't want to bug them. You know, I don't want to act like some fanboy because I'm not a fanboy and I don't really give a shit about them as people. I like their characters. Right. You know, I don't want to like bug them and be like, oh, I loved your show. Well, yeah, of course you do. That's why you're here. So do you want an autograph or not? Because I'm not paying an autograph. They don't want me there. They're not making any money if I'm just coming up to say hi. But there are some that are nice. There are some that are cool that are just down to talk. Like Joe Bob Briggs was really cool and um, some other people, you know, like really nice guys. But for the most part, not my thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have to be someone particularly like massive. Like, yeah, I've, yeah. I think I've had enough, you know, you know, just, you know, in passing kind of things and just saying, hey, did, did I tell you? If, if, I'm sorry. Sorry to anyone listening wanted to talk about my advice, but just real quick, did I tell you my John Malkovich story before? No, really? Yeah. I used to live in the, uh, New York and I worked at a Pier One Imports in Manhattan. Uh, one who was on Fifth Avenue and one block over was Union Square. And so I was taking trash at the side door, a little tiny side street between Fifth Avenue and Union Square. And as I opened the door, John Malkovich happened to walk by. And he, he had a beard, similar to mine. And so I, I wasn't like, oh, or anything like that. I just, he, as he's walking, I'm like, hey, John Malkovich, you have a beard. You said I, that? I said that to him. And <laughs> he, he, he acknowledged it. He didn't look at me. He kept walking. He just said, thank you and just kept walking <laughs> like get me out of here so that's that's a good one that's, that's it a was that's, I like that. that's my favorite uh meeting a, a famous person's story that i had to share so all right we got that off our chest <laughs> uh but yes so it is uh the second part and again it feels like uh i didn't check to see if it's a different director but it felt like different vibe than the, Very, the previous one yeah yeah i mean i thought it was i, I still enjoyed the episode there was good action i thought that the story was decent I thought the story was good. I thought the pacing of the actual story kind of sucked. Like, like I was like, kind of like, maybe it was just because like, I like had to pause, do something else, pause, watch it again. But I felt like everything just like got really, really fast. But I, I was very entertained by um, just listening to Castillo talk, to be honest. I just like to hear oh, yeah. him, you know, plug in some like, he, he, he can define his morals just by a couple sentences. Yes, and I think we've both been pining for more Castillo anyway, so we're, yeah. we're getting it. Now we're swimming in Castillo, pun intended, because that's what he's doing at the start. A little flashback to uh, his time in Thailand. Yeah. 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 Uh, so so that's it. It's just, and like you see his wife briefly, and you see most of his, his bod. And I, my, my notes, it just says, ooh la la. 
<laughs> I don't even think I said that. I just I just put them. With the, you know, it starts off with like, of course, a montage. Yeah, a montage. Pretty long the, too. What like a couple minutes there. <laughs> yeah, and the music was was it kind of like bluesy kind of. Yeah, I have. A, I wanted to look up the song. Let's I see. put I have, song yeah. question mark. Um, music. It was catch the wind. Oh, by the Blues Project. There we go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Pretty good song. I thought it was pretty. It's funny how like the songs. I always feel like the songs sometimes like don't really fit. It's just like plugs. Like you know they're just plugging in a song because yep. they got the rights to it. But it it worked. It, it was all right. You know it was okay. Yeah, did it, it did the trick. But then we have a dissolve to is that Castillo's home. I like this house, is, man. I, I thought it was. Cool. A, I thought it was a restaurant for a second because the table and chairs. <laughs> yeah. Did you think that or? Well, I just I didn't know where they were at first, and then I like you know see him just stand there. He's like thinking in his head. He's like, man, I fucked up somehow. I fucked up by that little rinky dink boat and the yeah. you know the. I was like, okay, so is this where he lives in like this little fucking swamp shack over here? Pretty cool. Well, I don't know. In the, in the background, it looks like it. It looks like a very uh, has an Asian some type of Asian yeah, motif to it. There was like a um. There was like a little like monument over there. It looked like a Buddhist um, monument or something. You know, like a little garden gnome type thing. That seems very Castillo. Yeah, <laughs> he would be, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> what's the little uh, the little desktop garden with the uh, just the rake and the sands in it? What's what's the name oh, of that? Do you remember? I forgot what they call those. I took a whole fucking course I, on non-Western art too, and I don't even remember. <laughs> I bet Castillo in his house would have one of those. Uh, devices that's full of sand and liquid and if you like flip it it goes down slowly and like calming he probably just, just sits there and just watches it yes like, you know like a just, just whispering design. just whispering yes yes <laughs> but so okay castillo and oh you know castillo uh crockett and tubs come just to see how he's doing right we barge right in you know yeah they just walk into his home and they're like hey man let me get a drink out of here yeah oh this isn't a restaurant it seems like a restaurant there was no there was no uh no one to greet me at the front podium, so I just I just booking myself in. I liked Crockett's gear. He had this he had this really good, weird kind of tone going on. Like it was like that blue, yeah, that shirt, shirt. But it was very gray and neutral on the outside. It really fit the. the it was like kind of like they're just pushing him to the back, but they wanted to let him still be the star just a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? So I thought Tubbs looked pretty sharp too. Dark they bluish did, yeah. kind of suit. It was like a bluish gray with the the pink shirt and like like an off white. Time? yeah 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 i thought he looked good too yeah and, and pretty much what's happening is uh, crocodiles are like we want to help you and castillo at first he's like no you stay in just the other case you're on you know because he wants that he's the ultimate like by the books cop but then he seems to concede a little bit because they, they want to find it's lao li they want to you know help him find him uh and then we cut to uh trudy so in this episode two you get everyone you get Trudy and Gina finally get some some time on screen, some more, some lines. You get some I love more Trudy's outfit too. Trudy's I know that's really cool. Yeah, that like yellow with like the purples and the whites and the the reds in it. Yeah, she's she's second best on dressed this episode. Ooh, to me, so. Yeah, I uh, I'm just gonna say I give it to Castillo because I just yeah. had the is you too. Yeah, yes, <laughs> for sure, for sure, it's, man. Especially just when it, when he eventually sees his wife because it's just he's got the like this the black tie matches the black suit perfectly and it's like pencil thin yeah That's yeah a, mwah, the thing of beauty <laughs> so 
uh, Trudy, they're looking for like Castillo knows of a connection. This guy, a lawyer named Menton. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like okay. He tells Croc and Tubbs, yeah, find Menton, and you'll you'll find Lao Li. And so Trudy finds him. They're like, how'd you do that? It's like the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's it's it's fine. You get a Trudy scene. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so they've been tailing him all day, and they tail him to, uh, pardon my French, but a whorehouse. Yeah, yeah, brothel. Is that a more proper brothel. term? There you go. A there brothel. you go. Um, now this guy uh, who played Menton, he uh, I don't know. He's he seemed to to get out of breath very easily when he spoke. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. He was like always like kind of like kind of sweaty, you know. Oh, all kind of yeah. <laughs> he looked he like it. just like a frumpy, you know, like out of breath, exhausted kind of guy. You know, yeah, and it didn't seem to make eye, direct eye contact. He was like looking at everyone's foreheads as he talked to him. <laughs> at first, I'm like, does he have a glass? Does he have two glass eyes? I don't know. But yeah, he'd be like, Castillo. <laughs> it's so good to see. <laughs> like he did, was bugging me. But they should have got Chris Farley to do him. Would have done one way funnier. It would have been, but he would have been like 10 years older. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been weird. But reboot, you know, reboot, re- we'll reboot. Have Chris Farley as you know. <laughs> yeah, he would. I think he would have pulled it off. I think. He, I think he could have done serious dramatic stuff. I do too. I do too. Yeah, yeah but he could have done it. Man, that's good. Fan. We should. Uh, I think we should incorporate this random fantasy casting like that. <laughs> I bl- blur it out if you, if you have it. Blur it out if, you, if you're listening. Comment on our Instagram page if you feel like going to those links. We know some people do uh, do comment about the episode, so thanks for that. It's like Fine. fantasy football, but you know, fantasy Miami Vice cast, like recast everybody as your favorites, favorite actors. Extremely specific fantasizing. <laughs> uh, so they, I like uh, with the uh, when they pick up Menton and they haul him out of there, and he has a gun, and Crux like, "Do you have a permit for that?" "Yes, show it to me later." And they drag him out of there. <laughs> This was like almost seven minutes before the opening credits started, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a very lengthy, like a long one. Couple of scenes because I was like watching. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot when the when the credits rolled. I was like, oh shit, we're just now starting. Like, yeah. They just get the credits. Nope, there they are. Um, like an eighth of the way through the show. <laughs> so when they have Menton in the office and Casio, he actually smiles a little bit, and we find out some uh, some history. Because. Uh, uh, Menton pretty much uh, set up Castillo's DEA unit in Thailand because he wanted to disrupt this big uh, what heroin heroin yeah. distribution that they had going on. Uh, but it would have like messed with who Menton work for. Was he CIA? What was his agency? They said they said the company. What was that? What's I, I was confused. I was like, is he CIA or something? I didn't really. Get that. He made it, I just heard him say the company. I thought I was missing something. He made it seem like it was some other government agency, yeah. like that the DEA was kind of like, you know, butting heads with. But he caused Castillo's unit to mostly get killed. Yeah, it says CIA on the, the wiki. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and you, you hear this, uh, you hear this history too. Like, uh, <laughs> Castillo is like, he, he's like really like hardened. His he was like hardened by his undercover work. I feel like you know what I mean. That's kind of like how oh, he became yeah. 
more more Castillo'd, you know? Yeah. Like he was probably intense before, but this just like added like 17 more layers uh, that you could you can't get through to his emotions to his soft core so but castillo you know once the guy admits like yes i'm the reason why you got ambushed and uh castillo kind of chokes him you know he loses his cool and rock and tubs have to pull him off and and then so but he does tell castillo yeah your wife's here he gives the address and that's it and he'll, he leaves. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm mistaken. He leaves Lao Lee's number. And then we have a. Uh, and this one, uh, he had a lot more Tubbs car. Only a little bit of Crockett's car. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoyed seeing. I en- always enjoy seeing more of Tubbs kind of like in the driver's seats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that was uh, part of the deal. Like you guys are gonna be in the background this time, but uh, you know, let's let's give Tubbs. Tubbs gets the rubs this time. Okay, Crockett. <laughs> I think I think I think Crockett's had more, more a little bit more focus. Yeah, for at, sure, for I mean, sure. At, at the start, Tubbs did because it was you know all about him getting revenge. But I think in the grand scheme so far, Crockett's ahead on on uh, minutes in, in dialogue. So they they meet uh, loudly at his uh, fancy limo somewhere, and uh, loudly is super cocky, but he's like, "I'm just you know I'm here to." just live and, and abide by the law. I've done nothing wrong. Did we, uh, there was something I wanted to talk about when Castillo was talking about his time in South East Asia. He says that one thing they're like, but when the Crockett or Tubbs say, Oh, it's like, I can't believe it. It was like, that must've been crazy over there. He's like, no, it's not. He's like, it's Southeast Asia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, like it's, it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no problem. I really, yeah. really like that part. But anyways, yes. The, I, the, I suppose the something, something else important was uh, learning that he thought his wife died. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and of course the realization that uh, she was not dead, in fact, was in Miami because Lao Lee after, you know, kind of being a, a cocky bastard being a dick like he's like yeah she's living here and i'm just gonna you know i'm just minding my own business nothing you can do about it because i haven't done anything wrong and castillo's just like yeah we'll see about that <laughs> yeah he what he calls loudly he calls him a narrow narrow moralistic uh fuck he calls him a narrow moralistic something but insults him basically for his for his strong you know moral code you know yeah, because he, about it. Yeah, because he he doesn't he very indirectly mentions how he has, you know, he deals drugs, but it's like it's just like anything else. Like if you're shipping tapioca or yeah, it's whatever. nothing in other countries. You know, he's saying it's nothing for other countries to, you know, move move heroin and stuff like that. But you know, he's like basically saying you know they he's got some you know idolized romanticized idea about you know, moral principles in America, you know? Yeah. And he does. He's, yeah. <laughs> he says it, he says it himself in so many words. Yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, Lee's home, he's got the whole family gathered around. He's just like everyone, just Castillo's breathing down our neck. Just behave yourselves. Don't do anything out of the ordinary. And they, now I know last time you were seemed excited about a certain person being in this episode. Is it one of the grandsons that you were excited about? Who was in big trouble in little China? Was that one of them? Yeah, it was. It was he, was one, he, he was one of the storms. I think he was. Um, was it? Was he rain? Was it rain or wind? I don't remember really. 
really? Did I really just like that? Totally like missed me on this. Because you 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 were saying something about how like you realized that someone was yeah in this one. He didn't want me to find out until later on. So his name is Peter Kwong. Yeah, I'm looking at Peter Kwong right now. Actually, hmm. Yeah, I must have slipped my mind on this one. I can't believe I didn't even like realize that, dude. I was like in another world watching this one. I guess you know. Oh, because I was like, I don't see any like super super famous people. Who was I talking I was like, about, dude? It's been so long since we've done an episode. I feel like now I totally forgot. I'm sorry. It's that's my fault. No, no, it's, my, not, it's not a big deal. My passion for doing additional content for other other things. <laughs> no, no, don't. I'm trying to remember now. It's gonna bug me. Um, who the fuck was I talking about? I don't know. I'll okay. remember it, dude. I'll remember it. And he, he was. He was. And it'll spark back to me. He was Rain in Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. So. Okay. So let's see. So yes, and it's kind of strange because one of the grandsons, I guess, he doesn't look at all remotely Thai. Agreed? Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, I was like, who is that guy? He doesn't fit it, there. He's like a sore thumb out over here. And he's speaking with like a forest accent, I think, also, when he's speaking English. I'm like, oh, come on, casting department. I'm yeah, that was, that, a, that was a very bad. They must have been like desperate on this one. Yeah. Uh, did you also notice that uh, Lao lead double canes when he walked around? No. Oh, yeah, several mm -hmm. times. He's two canes. They couldn't. They couldn't come yeah. up with something better for him. It, this is. I'm telling if, you, this episode, man, it had some. It had some serious issues. It was wonky. Wonky is the only <laughs> way I can describe this episode. They could have. It could have been a good precursor to the segue. If they had the two canes, but they had them on roller skates, maybe. <laughs> so you just kind of like ski, like cross country skis, way around. And he looked. He seemed familiar for that actor for some other stuff too. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. I can look at that afterwards. That's neither here nor there. Okay, so. Uh, Castillo goes to where he's told his wife is, and of course she's there. Emotional reunion. Uh, this is where you really see Castillo for the first time show anything, really, besides seriousness. Uh, but then a the little boy comes out, and she's like, oh, he's my son. I'm married. And Castillo still smiles anyways. I guess he's just too overjoyed to see her happy that she's alive and living her life. He probably mm -hmm. hasn't felt joy in a, a long ass time. Probably not. And uh, so, you know, he's inside with her. And um, my note is there's lots of hand kissing because there is a lot of was <laughs> going on. Weird. And she's allowing it, even though she's a married woman now. But she explains how her husband, like why they're there is her husband was offered a really good job in the States and they couldn't pass it up. So they came there. You find out later it's nefarious. And there's, you know, beat Crockett Tubbs outside and go back to the office after he has his visit. But then we cut to a, a restaurant where the, the grandsons, going against grand, grandfather's word, setting up a drug deal, talking to this guy who owns the restaurant, saying, yeah, we're going to have this stuff. We'll bring you samples later. And, uh, and then we cut to, uh, let's see. Castillo has everyone in the office to discuss, like trailing all the family members. Like, if any, if they, you know, sneeze the wrong way, I want to know about it, basically. 
And so you get a quick montage, you know, Trudy and Gina are following some nieces and Zito and Switek are, uh, they have their eyes on the uh, the main house, a very nice house on the water. Did you notice too, the, both Switek and Zito had yellow, they were matching this episode in the, mm-hmm. in that, the meeting, so yellow shirts. They were, they were, they were fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing, They're you know, okay. not great. You know, Switex had far worse. First thing I did look at, I was like looking at Switex. I was like, okay, has he broken any, has he stepped over his boundaries on dress code? And, you know, he yeah. was okay. He was in there. If he had been wearing pink pants with the yellow shirt, then definitely. Yeah, yeah. He would have been bologna and cheese. And I would not have been happy about that. Uh, so okay, we get the short montage of that stuff going on. Did we see the um, the Lamborghini yet? The white Lamborghini? Oh, that was shown briefly outside the restaurant when the grandsons yeah. are there. But now it cuts back because they go from Swatek and Zito watching from a distance to Menton talking with Lao Lee, just like saying, "Hey, you know, your nieces are, you know, spending a lot of money in these high end stores that have some kind of crime connections. Just asking to lay low." And when he's leaving, the grandsons, they've installed a uh, racially insensitive car horn in their Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah. This and this it, episode had a couple things that were kind of insensitive, yeah. but... <laughs> they, think it's, they think it's hilarious. Was, and it was a Lamborghini? Yeah, I, it was a Lamborghini okay. Diablo, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, that's, I wanted to check on that. I wanted to double check if it was a, a Diablo, because I really like... Um, Diablo. Is it a Diablo or a Countach? I'm going to go when we're done. I'm going to see if there are any available on Facebook Marketplace. Dude. <laughs> I once... You're looking at a very expensive <laughs> car. <laughs> yeah. I actually did sell my old SUV on there for really? more than I thought it would get. Yeah, I used to have a 2000 Chevy Tracker. And I sold it for a thousand bucks. That's not bad. That's not pretty bad. good. Um, and then I started, you know, seeing other things because I was using that part of it. And someone, as a joke, obviously, but someone was selling a pop tart with a bite taken out of it for six dollars. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's okay. Hope they hope they did it. Uh, so yeah, Metton's like, hey kids, you should take that out. You know, this this is the U.S. now. You're not in your you're not in your own little world. So you you got to calm down. And they just kind of ignore him and laugh it off. And then the Castillo had this nice dinner scene. With all the uh, the whole crews there having dinner somewhere, like it's a very slow. This is a good shot. Slow panning from one end of the table towards Castilla the whole time, and he's talking about he's how you know I, I really can't have all of you doing this for me. It's not not really right. You need to you know twenty four more hours, and then you're back on the cases that you were on before, and I'll deal with it my own way, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, and so what they do is you have uh, just, a, just a hint, I think just the right amount of the Nug is back in the episode. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to have a bigger part. I, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. cool. He's he's back in it. And he, okay it's funny, like everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, I know you are. I know you're cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> everybody seems to know. Everyone seems to know Nug like it's like no... Like even I Switex like, oh, the Nug man did it again. He pulled it off. Like they're all like best buds now. And I'm just like, I didn't even know everybody was like clicking like, like this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's it's probably like hours of unused footage of everyone interacting with the Nug. 
they just like with test audiences like oh, it's, it's too much no i'm sorry too much probably they, they have a they have a limit that they can reach like each episode yeah or each you know every fourth episode he should have got his own spinoff series man nbc <sighs> should have done that god hour yeah. long episodes oh, hour long episodes oh, that's rough and he's but like she- uh he's like you know like um a private eye or something but not really like they get him to like He's always like the, you know, like the the middleman of like solving a crime for someone in Miami. So they're like, we got to go to the Nug Man. Oh, God. He's like, not again. I got to get in this again, man. <laughs> this is back back when they had like 25 to 30 episode seasons. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. 30 episodes of the Nug solving crimes. Dude, that's it. That's it. I'm writing a series. I'm going to write a book series. Just the Nug Man fan fiction. That's it. I mean, I'd read that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, so, oops, um, so Trudy and Gina, like, you know, do you know about, you know, because they're trying to find out if he knows about any heroin deals, because they know that's Lowley's deal, and he's like, uh, no, I don't know, but I'll find out for you, I think, do they, do they take his money? Because, I don't remember, well, looks like Gina does something, like, and his money's gone, so they get his attention, and then he's asking for money when they leave, but, they just give him back the money they took from him, that's just a noog, and again, this is another, if you want to talk about the music, because it was, he was at a club where there was a, a young lady dancing and the music seemed a little weird to me. It was a song called poison Ivy by the coasters. They, I, I feel know, like they, ex- when they pick these songs they're it's all post. Like you're, they have one guy's like, Hey, throw a song in there. Just make sure it's a, on the billboard top 100, you know, throw it in there, let it loose. But this is the coasters. This is, they're not, it's from 1959. <laughs> you would expect, I would expect some kind of like these like synthy, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Like who's listening to that? In that, okay. it, it was it was anachronistic, man. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, and then we, so what do we have next? Uh, oh, then we have uh, Zytek, my God, Swytek, and Zito's, uh, the bug truck. <laughs> Zytec, I can imagine them two Zytec. as one. <laughs> they just wake up one morning and it's like what they split down the middle, half and half, or <laughs> so one side's dressed great and the other side sucks. Like Two Face. <laughs> yeah, like Two Face. Oh man. You know, that's that could could you make that a character in your in your Doug Man series? Yeah, that's the that's the villain. Zytec. Like... Oh, Zytec's the villain. Yeah, we haven't figured out where uh, Zito and Swytek have They've left the force their A wall, you know, like something happened. Well, they need the Nug Man to find them, and then they turn I, out it's Zytek. I think you haven't figured it out yet because you just created this universe two minutes ago. <laughs> That's probably why. But uh, yeah, so they have their undercover bug truck and they stop at like a burger joint. Um, I guess you can press a button that makes the giant mug move and does like a boy yo yoing sound. <laughs> They have the trying to be smooth ladies with their stupid bug glasses and insect related innuendos that aren't landing. And she just yells at him, she's like, Do you want something to eat? He's like, Oh, four hamburgers, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, and the note comes over and they're like, Oh, do you have some information? And I like what the exact phrasing that the note used that the one quote that I wrote down, which made me laugh from him. It's like he can give the info about the trend of white, but he unquote needs to be turned on to calories before he'll talk. Basically, you know, buy me some food. Yeah. 
but then uh Switek just picks him up and he's like oh all right i'll talk he's like, he gets scared being lifted a foot out the ground <laughs> but he he gives him the information that's howie wong that's the guy from the restaurant earlier who's going to be involved with the drug deal with the grandsons uh and then back at the restaurant uh zito and Switek do see the lamborghini leave after there's like a, they give him a sample yeah and, yeah and they uh they go in and cleverly they want to place an order for one howie long to go hardy har har <laughs> although i thought his line was good too he's like oh you howie long he's like oh how do you know me he's like people think i'm robert redford yeah yeah i like that <laughs> <laughs> hey pretty smooth i wonder if he ever comes back like he might fall into the remember uh linus from one of the early episodes yeah yeah like I could see the kind of person like recurring just with again a couple of smart knock lines here and there. I wouldn't but, be opposed. Yeah, if you do the if can you bring back Linus like a Linus zombie? <laughs> but he's still like this like smooth talking guy dressed all in the black with the gold chains and the the Jerry curl, please. Like, well, what do we have here? And it is easier brains. Sound good? Fucked up. This is gonna be a fucked up uh, Miami Vice universe. I think that's better. I think it's gonna. Yeah. You'll get all the old fans and you'll bring in some new ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they bring in Howie Wong. Uh, I do like when they, uh, Crockett and Tubbs are going to go interrogate him, but he's, uh, Switek's taking a Polaroid with Zito and Howie Long first. Howie Wong just like, you know, posing together, being a couple of goofs. Um, we didn't actually get that. I was, you know, I was hoping for an interrogation because they always had their intense interrogations in the, the clean white room. Yeah. The, the that that doesn't allow you to have depth perception. No depth perception. There's no entrance or exit. Yep. Like the doors keep shifting. In in some cases, if depending on what Crockett's wearing, you may just see his head and arms floating around. If he's wearing a white <laughs> shirt and, and white pants, and that just scares people. It's like, tell me what I want. Okay, just bring the rest of your body back. <laughs> uh, but but I, I did like this uh, this drug bust. You know, the the grandsons set it up. Uh, they're in there with some other guys, and uh, Howie Long is uh, got the big the briefcase full of money. But this place is like staked out to the nines. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, we're gonna have like double and triple teams, and everyone's gonna replace their hands with guns, and their gun hands are gonna hold extra guns. I'm gonna have have a gun in my mustache. <laughs> He's like, bring in the machine guns. They've got like yeah. a arsenal. Like, Shh. was this so? They, they they this is where they go to. The restaurant right they 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 yeah the, the restaurant drug bust the and, music why did i don't i guess i mean hammer's doing the music so did you notice he like put like traditional asian instruments in it to like to asian it up like to enhance it yeah yeah i was, I was like oh, come on like, you don't you guys didn't have to do that it's like you know what yeah. i mean like well maybe it was the music playing at the restaurant maybe but it, it was pretty not to, I guess, not to defend I it <laughs> i don't know i we'll actually i didn't that we'll just take it as the music was in the restaurant i i think i was too focused on the impending action to notice the music at this point like i was yeah. pumped because <laughs> oh they they like brought the whole force down there for this like they had they meant business but i was surprised because when they they bust in there and they announced themselves and a couple of the thugs go to pull guns and Z-Tech, uh jesus again Z-Tech. Zito with Switek. Switek yeah. <laughs> and Zito, they get they they kill a couple guys, or they at least shoot a couple guys. Yeah, you They're don't really some... get to see them 
discharge their firearms that much. Yeah, that's right. And they, they You've seen the them draw their guns a couple times, but they've never actually like, you know, popped one off. So, yeah, because they're they're backing up Castillo. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's man. Everyone's down with Castillo. You know, they wouldn't have been doing that with Rodriguez or whatever. You know? No, they wouldn't have. They're like, oh fuck, fuck you. Like that's your own fault. Like you, we don't. Yeah, you, we're clocking out for the day. You, you stink of cigars. Yeah. Get away from me with your your fashion's worse than mine. Says Swytak to him. <laughs> you make me look like Crockett. Uh, but so the the grandsons try to head out the front door. Crockett and Tubbs are there to. To get them, and do you notice Tubbs has his little sawed-off shotgun? I know, yeah, yeah. He I, loves he, that thing. I know. I was pumped. I actually wrote down that you know he's got his signature weapon. He does, yeah. I'm sure he was. He was like, I hope I get to use this. <laughs> Give me a reason. But so they they get busted, and I like to see what he, all he does. He goes to Lao Lee's just to tell him that his grandsons were arrested. Like, is that why you came here? Yup. See ya. They were they were like Castillo and Lowley were doing power moves this whole episode. They were oh, like yeah. confronting each other, like, but like in professional ways, like as leaders. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, oh, something happened. Oh, <laughs> what? Nothing happened. It's all good. It's just how it works, right? Like, you know, stare yeah. downs. Did you happen to notice how extremely slow the elevator was that was taking Castillo up to Lowley's home? <sighs> I'm telling you, they they know how to build tension, don't they? <laughs> yep. Actually, there's a button on the elevator that says like "build tension." And you press that <laughs> one to go up, as opposed to the regular. What's funny too, I'm imagining with the it was the layout was like a one floor house, and so it's just like a one foot ride up to the next level. Just they made up, him take. They made him take there. that. That was that was Lowly's power move. Make yeah. it take the elevator in my one floor house. Um, and so then. Casillo basically he uh he has the wife's house guarded. They make it seem like at first like there's gonna be like a hit on the wife. Is that what you Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking too. Like they were like, you know, Castillo's talking to them and he's like, you know, basically Lao Lee is gonna send people to kill you, you know, and they're like, you know, the husband's like, Oh, wait, we're we're not doing anything wrong, you know, like Oh, but but before that though, they show like there's like feet get out of a car. And like, oh, it's, you know, Lowley's getting revenge. But it turns out it's Castillo's feet, like, just talking to another guy, like, get the house covered, right? It's like, yeah, we do. And it starts to really pick up towards the end. The pacing does. Yeah. You know? But you do get also, you, you, you do get uh, a great scene. This is like the, the featured Crockett and Tub scene when they go to get um, Menton again. Oh, out I of, love out of that scene. What yeah. I called his, his neon paradise love this scene i thought the setting was fucking perfect i love the neon floor did you the, the part and they're like talking shit to what okay what was going on in that bed that's what i want to know what was about to happen in that bed? that's yeah. gonna happen we got them like sniffing coke there's guns you know they're all like yeah. nude hey. in the bed he he puts on a robe but doesn't even like close it up to, he, no, care he to wants him up. he wants him to see like, i love when pills. crockett's talking shit to him about it like you know what's gonna happen he sees that line of coke and flicks it away. <laughs> yeah, he, he blows it. He, he yeah, like, blows it away. Yeah, yeah. With but his I, gun, he's just holding his gun like it's no big deal, too. Yeah, and it's great because it's like a secret room. Like the yeah. door is open. It's, yeah. Was it? Was it? Um. Was it all mirrored in there too? Yeah, mirrored. It was like you know, Ooh, decked that, out in the latest swanky Miami technology. That, you know, I bet that bed vibrated. I'm sure it did, and it rotated too. Yeah. <laughs> Fold it up, fold it in half. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're basically telling 
uh, I mentioned that you know you're you're screwed by affiliation with the grandsons. You know, we're gonna go back years. They think they mentioned some kind of 1984 law. Yeah, the RICO and, Act. That's the RICO um, Act. That's Thank what you. got all the. Uh, that's how they got all the mobsters in the 80s was through Rico. Ah. Um, yeah. Rico Tubbs? That's what I thought. <laughs> Did you hear? He said Rico, too, like how he said his name, too. He's like, you apparently aren't familiar with the Rico act. Like, <laughs> Pointing himself. This yeah. guy. It was made by me. Yeah. So that, that, that's they just go to tell him that, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you're screwed. See you later. Another power move, dude. Power Everyone's moves. Everyone's going to pull those power moves. Well, they, yeah. you can tell they didn't like that guy from the start, so I'm sure they were very satisfied with that. They, they got to do that. Oh, yeah. And then, so then that's when Castillo explains how you, like, you are quote-unquote hostages. Well, they're, they're, they're pawns in this game, basically. They're put there, so Castillo wouldn't do anything if he tried, but it didn't work out that way, did it now? Yeah. Uh, and so... Let's see. Castillo allows the grandsons to get put back out in the street. Doesn't want to follow motion. Yeah, yeah. Remember, everyone's like, I love this scene too because like everyone's like, you know, like looking around like, is this guy fucking crazy? Like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, why do you want him back on the street? And he's like, because that's where I want him. Yeah. Don't ask and questions. You, and then you see, you know, Crockett's son's picture on the. I I, I did see that. He, also, he, he turns around and puts it down. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, you're not supposed to be here. I was supposed to forget about you. But I, I, Crockett was also wearing all white there. He was wearing his interrogation room special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. It. So okay, so now they 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 know they know what's up because the grandsons are released. They follow them. So they get you know because they get taken out of Lowley's house by these other guys and put in a car. So they everyone follows them to this random warehouse where Lowley is, and he expresses. His disappointment. This uh, scene is cold, man. Very cold blooded, dude. I like how he phrases it too after telling him, like, what are you doing? Like, I you did the opposite of what I told you to do. And he's like, screw you, old man. Yeah, he's like, old man. He's like, what about our generation? Some yeah. Real tension right there. But I like how he explains that basically the paternal benevolence has been redacted. Like, love that. The, love Lao Lee's. Actually, I really loved Lao Lee's. Um, just portrayal he it was really well scripted him and him and castillo were like just perfect uh perfect chemistry on-screen chemistry and then loudly really sold it as the villain i thought he did but he does slip up because he tells him to kill him I know. and and i'm what's what's the the gentleman's name who does this, all the surveillance yeah he's back in it man what is his name oh, for like two seconds what's his name like uh i'm looking did they even mention him in the? Looks like he's not even in here. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh no, he's Lester. Lester, Lester. Yeah. uncredited. Yeah, man, Come that's fucked. Though I'd be mad if I was Lester and not even on the credits for this episode. Yeah, because he he actually gets a speak. He's like, I got it, meaning he got you know got what they wanted the the admission to kill. And that's this is awesome too because the police that like uh, patio wagon like Kool Aid man's through the door. And everyone burst in. Guns and are drawn. You get to hear Castillo say it, man. You get to hear him say, nobody move. Mind me, vice. Nice. He I says it the to, best, too. Says the best. Am I going to have to uh, put that in the, uh, the opening going forward? Yes. You got to do it on this one. This one is like... Oh, geez, or you okay. can, 
You can play it right now. You can just like play it. We can cut right here, oh. and then you can show it. You know, I'll I'll, I'll make a note to put in the, a special opening for this one. Yeah, no problem. But, I mean, that's and it's the best one, the best one I've ever heard. You know, so <laughs> it's just it was chomping at the bit to, to say that all these months. <laughs> He's been waiting, yeah, waiting, waiting, waiting yeah. since he got on. And this shootout's <laughs> cool too. We haven't had a shootout in a while, have we? Yeah, and but again, not by the water. Yeah, yeah. And when again, was the last shootout. When was the last shootout? I'm trying to think. Was it before Golden Triangle Part One? I feel oh, like man. we haven't had one like this in a while. So. My memory, my retention. Memory I know. Me too. Me too. Gone. But uh, uh, Switek, he gets to shoot someone again. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Tubbs has his shotgun waiting. He's waiting yeah. to pull one off yeah. too. I think Crockett he just wounds uh, Menton. He gets he gets to fire his gun. So good good for all of them. They did job well done, fellas. A fiction a fictional world that doesn't exist. Uh, did Lowley even try to run? Like two canes. He's not going anywhere. No. Yeah, you're right. Man, he was straight <laughs> up gonna hang his two grandsons. Like he was. they were like fucked up man it would have been awesome if Lowley's two canes were actually guns he just picked them up and just like some automatic or swords and he's like deflecting oh, bullets you yes. know what I mean he was fucking with you the whole time and it's like it is like some low pan shit here like it's real <laughs> mystical he starts like you he know the light coming out of his yeah. mouth eyes in, yeah, eyes in his mouth yeah does that mean he could survive uh, an collision with a with a semi yeah man yeah, yeah. That's why that's why he says, you know, at the end, uh, when, you know, Castillo's talking to him, he's like, wrong, you broke the law. And then he's like, maybe our relationship will continue. Um, and Castillo's like the adversarial part, you know, whatever, like that's like, hinting. It's foreshadowing. Yeah, there's I'll be back in a future episode. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> But you no, know, like when they uh, so after this, he had a quick scene. Apparently, that his wife is and the her family are just leaving, going back to. Well, I guess they don't have a job anymore. Yeah. So they're heading out of there, and Castillo keeps it together. Uh, she's sad, but everyone's sad. She's dressed pretty good with her her dress too. I liked her dress. It, was it, looked, it looked very uh, seemed like very silky. Yeah, yeah. Very extra comfy. Uh, I like the uh, the very last uh, lines, like uh, Crockett and Tubbs are like, "Oh, it's, you know, take you to this this bar if you want." And then Castillo's like, "In the months we've worked together, have you ever heard me say I need a drink?" And Tubbs like, "No, nah. good, take me to a bar." Yeah, <laughs> I know that Wait. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that, that? I wish they'd show Castillo just like uh, like shit faced. What if he's like an insufferable drunk? They're like, God, yeah. don't ever give him a fucking drink again. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Just the opposite, like the anti-Castillo. He's like doing karaoke. And... Yep. What if he even like dressed like he's wearing like a white suit with a black shirt and a skinny white tie? <laughs> he pisses his pants. Like they're yeah. like, oh man, come on. Oh, Castillo. Castillo's yeah. like, hey, when are you guys going back out to the bar? And they're like, oh, we're not going tonight. Yeah. Did, oh, I joined AA. Joke. Yeah, and they're in the caddy too. They're in the caddy at the end too. Yeah, driving off into this sunset. Yeah, but yeah. So we already named our uh, our fashion fashion uh, best fashion of the week. I think I I don't know. It'd be cool to ride the Lamborghini, but I think I'd rather go in in Tubbs' car, the convertible. 
I, I'm just gonna go with the Lamborghini because I don't know. I, I haven't got to see like uh, I think it's been a lot of Ferraris. I don't think we've seen a lot of Lamborghinis so. with or without the horn. <laughs> with the horn, dude. With Come horn? on, Ooh, yeah, you okay. gotta do it with the horn just Bold just because, move. just because. All right, all right. Uh, but um, there should be a product too, specifically like they should have marketed for this episode since we got to see a lot of Castillo, um, Castillos, it's cereal. So yeah, Castillo dash O. O's and it's him like. You know what you'd have you'd have you'd have uh, yeah would it be like uh, like instead of like a like a grain syrup but it's like Castillo's head yeah yeah then you have uh, mustache marshmallows that's what I was gonna say yeah little black mustache oh, marshmallows yeah I'm gonna my friend Mike does good Photoshop that's and that's they, a good one that should be our wait. shirt too we got a shirt of that too and can you waste time making this thing for me thanks for, for free. <laughs> Castillos. Castillos. I could I could buy whip up Castillos. I'll beta a package for a thing called Wizard Loaf that doesn't exist. I could do Castillos. <laughs> Part of this balanced breakfast. And it has to be that picture of him like when he's look, looking super intense staring right at the camera. That's the Dude, one. Dude, you should do that for one of your uh TV show Johnsons, man. Castillos. Should, yeah, Castillos. <laughs> and I'll do the Castillo voice. Hey, all right. <laughs> and then we'll get and then we'll we'll get mutually sued by Edward James Almost. And Michael Mann. Wait, can can he sue us, or is it property of NBC? Oh, I I doubt anyone's gonna give a shit. You use Castillos with a, a K. No, I'm going to see. I'm gonna take the okay, risk. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Um, I'm taking the risk. All right. So is that uh, is that wrap it up then? That's good, man. Golden good. Triangle Part Two, all done. Case closed. Wife gone again. Sadness. Moving on to the next. Yeah, they should have had a post credit scene if it's Castillos. Like bawling his eyes out <laughs> at the bar, drunk. They're like, we gotta get him home. Yeah, but like he hit the bar and you assume he's drunk, but he's—they've just ordered the first round. They don't even have it yet. But he's yeah, somehow, like, somehow belligerent, <laughs> like from uh, uh, Back to the Future Three. They're like he hasn't even drank it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. In the months we've worked together, have you ever heard me say I need a drink? Uh-uh. Good. Take me to a bar. 